Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Let's talk about what is going on because there is little doubt that South Africa, having raised its head above the parapet and not in a particularly good way in my view, or not in a positive way in my view, uh, is uh, welcoming now all sorts of negative attraction uh, and uh, negative information. How much of an impact does that have? Well, I've uh, been seeing some comments made by Magnus Haystack. He's a director of Brenthurst Wealth Management and Investment uh, and Investment Strategist. He has been making some uh, some comments and providing some information about uh, foreign investment in South Africa. Magnus, a very, very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Yes, sir. Thank you, Howard. I'm very well, and good morning to you and to your listeners. Nice talking to you again. Nice to speak to you. So how how much of an impact is... Uh, South Africa has just stepped right out into the center stage of the world. Uh, some, obviously, within South Africa feeling uh, enormously proud of it. Uh, others uh, around the world uh, not so convinced. What impact does this have on us in terms of foreign investment? Well, first of all, my views are that it was a cynical attempt by the ANC government to try and get some global media attention and taking some of the attention away from the dire economic uh, financial situation in South Africa. You know, from, from that perspective, it, it, was, it was very smart. It's got very positive coverage in, s- in most sectors in the media in South Africa and globally. And, you know, it's deflected a lot of the stuff that's happening in South Africa. I'm not a legal man and I don't know what the outcome will be, but I think, you know, South Africa has been playing a dangerous game, not only now, but in the last number of years. And I tweeted a while ago that, you know, we're making friends with all the wrong people in the world, the Russians, the Iranians, the Venezuelans, North Koreans. And, you know, those are not the people who have been investing in South Africa uh, over the last couple of years, decades and even centuries. Our foreign capital, and we as a country, we are capital scarce. We have been funded by foreigners, Brits, Europeans, Americans, Canadians uh, for a very, very long time. I've just finished reading the book on Harry Oppenheimer, and it's, it's a history of foreign capital flows into South Africa. And without that money, the gold mines wouldn't have developed, the diamond mines, the uranium, platinum, etc. So now we're making friends with the wrong people. They are not uh, pouring money into our country. And if they do, come start with all kinds of conditions. And and we've, we've seen a very sharp drop off in foreign investment in South Africa in, in, in the form of fixed investment, in the form of mines, listings, uh, buildings, factories, etc. And what we've seen very, very worrying in the last six years since Sir Ramaphosa took over, the foreigners have been running away from our bond market in a very substantial way. Six years ago, the foreigners held about 43% of our bond market. They're now down to 25. So the South Africans are held uh, mm-hmm. with, with, with the bonds. And also on the equity side, They've been fleeing our market, and the combined number, which I added up and double-checked and triple-checked, is 1.4 trillion rand has left the stock exchange 
over a six-year period. Wait, 1.4 trillion rand has left the stock exchange over over what period? Six years. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. So so the, the foreign capital, which is being made unwelcome in South Africa in many respects, in, in, in many ways, and I'm not going to dwell into it, but it's not a place to put your money in. Johan Rupert warned a month ago that the, the foreigners, the foreign capital doesn't invest in countries where the leaders of the country still call each other comrades in parliament. Well, what is with that? Uh, well, funny, I was telling the guys in studio, the, was it yesterday? We were talking in studio and I was saying, what is with this? This Because I saw uh, Naledi Pandor and it said something about a car and I said, she doesn't look like a comrades right now. Uh, it turns out uh, something, you know, that's not exactly what they meant. Um, but, but, it was, but seriously, who, where's this comrade business still? You know, so that's still a mindset. Uh, it's still thinking, I, as if it's a liberation mm. army government just taken over and we're still comrades i mean and and as one rupert quite rightly points out and he moves in circles you and i'm out will never get into no. he moves in the in the dog circles mm. with, the, mm. with the billionaires and the trillionaires and so on and those people like them or not we call them what you want they make decisions which moves markets which moves countries and and there's a reason why elon musk is not open up shop in South Africa. They've made it very clear, they don't come here unless you're prepared to give away 30% of your company to some BE crony. So to summarize, South Africa is currently witnessing, and I always tell our clients that foreign capital comes in on the front pages of newspapers, but it leaves on the classifieds. It's hmm. a small print, it quietly moves away. It doesn't make a song and dance of it, but it has been fleeing the country. We're paying the price. The currency, the stock market, we're talking about the infrastructure, we're talking about no new mines, no new developments, and unemployment is soaring. So the ANC is playing a very dangerous game right now on a global scene, trying to pretend it's got the moral high ground in many respects. And at the same time, they're pleading for, for money from the Americans. They want to be part of a Goa. So I'm just saying. This is do you a think? Very, very uh, do, do you game. think that a goer is at risk? You know, there's obviously been a lot of talk about it. Uh, it's, it's, you know, on the one hand, I would imagine that um, the United States doesn't want to lose South Africa completely over to the Russian, Iranians, Chinese. Uh, so they might want to hold on to it. But obviously, South Africa is making it more and more unpleasant for the United States. What do you think is likely to happen? Well, you know, there again, you have to look at what's going to happen in the United States. If there is a change in government Mm, there mm. and Trump takes over, I don't have any views on that. But let's say he takes over, Mm. he will take a hard line against the ANC. He will not tolerate the kind of nonsense that they've been saying and preaching and talking. So there's a danger that Trump walks in and he just pulls the go and and tears it up. You know, that's the kind of things that he can do. Mm, So mm. again, you know... I, I look at it from a, a financial economic. To, mm. Well, I'm trying to protect the wealth of my clients, right? And you know, these some of the factors that you need to consider. And and the last six years, even the last ten years, has not been a good place to protect your money in South Africa. You become poor if you have not had offshore assets in your portfolio. And it started 2012, 2013, when we were downgraded, or when the downgrading started. And I remember many fund managers were saying, oh, downgrades don't count for much, but 
Mm. My, my, my economic textbooks tell me downgrades is a huge factor in, in, in how capital moves in and out of a country. And we're paying the price. We see it now in the numbers. And uh, I would imagine, uh, following what you're saying, that the next couple of months or next year will certainly not be a very easy one for South Africans from an economic perspective if this trajectory is followed. I, I, I don't believe I'm putting words into your mouth by saying that. No, not, not at all. And it's, 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 it's no point pussyfooting and, and trying to say it'll come right, it'll be fine. I think it's going to be a chaotic year politically. I think our debt trajectory is going to run out of hand at some point in time. And and, and again, I'm not trying to scare people. I, mm, I didn't mm. say it, but even someone like Professor William Gumedi from from Wits a month or two ago wrote and say that if we carry on the way we carry on in terms of debt and how much money we're borrowing and spending mm, it on the mm. wrong things, we, we can be the next Argentina. And what it means by yeah. that is the currency collapses. Mm, it mm. just collapses into a heap and it goes from 20 rand to 30 to 40 to 50 before you blink. So it's not it's not scaremongering and, and, and very smart people have been saying we're moving towards that fiscal cliff and at some point if we don't stop spending money and I don't see the ANC stopping their spending habits, uh, we will hit that fiscal cliff and normally the currency takes the pain mm. and that affects mm. everybody in, in, the, in the price of everything. That is where we leave it. Thank you, Magnus Haystack.